health authorities and GPs should be able to tell hospital doctors what treatments they can and can't use. That's what Health Secretary Virginia Bottomley told a conference of doctors and nurses yesterday. They were in Birmingham to discuss clinical audit, the latest NHS buzzword for the system of monitoring the health service. If the secretary has her way, doctors may no longer be able to follow their own variations on traditional treatments. Instead, they may have to follow more standardised approaches and protocols. Hayden Price was at the conference to hear Mrs Bottomley speak. The opportunity there which now presents itself as a result of the health reforms is for health authorities and for GPs to write research-based specifications into contracts and encouraging practice to follow those appropriate guidelines. By doing that, everyone in the system can play an important part in making sure that patients are treated in ways that clinicians have decided is the best. After her speech, I asked Mrs Bottomley for some examples of the kind of practices she had in mind. Tonsillectomies. You don't need to have them. Grommets. DNCs are another example. Other areas where treating people differently, you get a much better result. A very good example is the treatment of diabetes. They demonstrated that if everybody followed a particular guideline, did it the same way, you could reduce by a third the number of patients who became amputees. Pressure sores. Nurses, if they follow a particular approach, can reduce pressure sores enormously. Now, some people would say, well, if you go around saying, well, to Dr X or consultant X, you can't do this, you can't do that, that is, in fact, taking choice away from the consultants. What do you say to that? Clinical freedom is fundamental in the National Health Service, and there's no question of challenging that. But by education, by making sure that clinicians uh, participate in audit and that they uh, go on further courses, you can improve standards. And if the clinician wants to do it his way, then he needs to evaluate his approach. And if he then discovers it wasn't such an effective way, then maybe he'll change his practice. At the conference, the health secretary was given a red sweatshirt, endorsing clinical audit. But her ideas got a more mixed response. The danger with these contracts is they'll make decisions on the lack of clinical evidence. And until we get objective clinical evidence, it's very dangerous. I think the difficulty is that contracts are often negotiated at a certain period of year, but medical practice should be constantly reviewed. And the difficulty then would be revising the contract in accordance with the revision in medical practice. Do you think then that medical practice might be hampered then by the idea of a contract? Well, that's a possibility, yes. And that's the main danger. If somebody from outside is going to tell me how to practice, then that will certainly restrict my freedom. Uh, to practice as I think best and as I can work out um, as best with my patient. Traditionally, it's been left to the Royal Colleges to advise doctors informally on clinical matters. Under the new ideas, this advice could be replaced by firmer, structured guidelines laid down in contracts. Charles Zuckerman is a Midland doctor and is a spokesman for the British Medical Association. The new proposals give him some concern. The Royal Colleges always have um, been at the forefront of evaluation and uh, treatments and education of the medical profession. And we feel that um, they do have and will have a very important uh, part to play in this process. But we must remember that patients are not merely statistics, they are individuals. And doctors must retain the clinical freedom to vary 
those guidelines according to the clinical needs of the patients. Many of the health authorities will establish with hospitals uh, a, a, an agreement which includes a guideline, a protocol, a way, of, a way of treating patients. Now, they'd only do that if all the doctors agreed that, that was the best way. And even then, there would be some scope for flexibility. Well, we would need to monitor the situation very carefully. And if it became apparent that we were losing our clinical freedom to treat our patients uh, in the best way possible for financial or other considerations, then of course we would have to bring our legitimate concerns back to the attention of the, of the health authorities and of course the Secretary of State. Hayden Price reporting there.